Steve James, give us your blessing, sir, because this this is a this Steve is James, a movie. Give us strength. Give us strength. You yeah, know, I uh, it's hot as fuck out here, so I'm annoyed by that. I'm annoyed by the fact that my dog just tore her ACL. It's gonna cost me at least a thousand dollars. That's happening. That's what I'm Millie annoyed got. that uh, we. Can you believe this? Did you hear this? We almost lost an international treasure, Salma Hayek. She got COVID. She almost died. Oh wow, really? Yes. So I'm like, if that doesn't make you want to get a vaccination, I don't know what will. We almost lost one of the sexiest women in the world. Yes, we almost lost our new left guard, Pina Sewell, to COVID as well. I don't care about him. Oh, okay. But, Salma Hayek is higher on the list. How good is his ass, okay? So, yeah, I'm having a really shitty week, and now i got to talk about Navy SEALs. Yeah, this is rough. We wanted to – we were trying to reach out there. We wanted a salute to America. Well, we love America, and we love the military. Thank you for your service, Pete Sampras. I, you know how many times I watched Cody Rhodes do that American promo? I, I did American it dream. while facing an American flag with my hand over my heart because it's just that beautiful. I cried half the I've watched it 50 times now. Well, I cry know, every time. I'm, I'm always seen with my Blue Lives Matter baseball cap at all times. This is right. This so, is right. You're wearing your I, Blue Lives shirt right now. Yes. I like to imagine if you take the shirt off, you have the blue stripe just tattooed yes, down. I have one blue stripe. These colors don't run. Almost Braveheart-like, but it's, it's down the middle. It's almost like a yellow stripe on your back, but the blue stripe makes you a badass. Yeah. Murray, here's one thing that's not cool about America. We got the worst president since Obama. I know. He stole the election. Do you remember how— He's not my president, first of all. He stole the election. Yeah. You remember how Obama used, used to just fuck everything up. Well, yeah. now— We hated but, America. He was, a, he was from uh, Kenya. Yeah, he's a Kenyan. So now we got Biden in here— and he's gone and canceled Chick-fil-A, apparently. You can only get one sauce. I've still never eaten a Chick-fil-A. I can't wait longer than five minutes in the line that for anything. That line will only take you five minutes. They're fucking good. Really? Are there. you sure? I'm dead serious. You you will not wait as long as you would expect well, with those lines. After we do this, we're going to go down the street and get some Chick-fil-A. Maybe we will. You see, I don't like that. Well, the- I don't know if I want it now if it doesn't have the sauce, which I've never had. See, I already know that these fucker. Well, you can get one. You can just get one, though. What is the sauce? What do you mean? It's normal sauce. So- it's mustard sauces and yeah. shit like that. People are complaining because you can only get one of them now. But they're all mustard-based? Well, no, I, I don't know. I don't know anything about this fucking place. We're trying, I'm not a spokesman. They're not paying <laughs> us. I don't know all the sauces. They, I don't eat sauces. You know this. When I did, you, you like everything dry? No, 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 no. Okay, I was just... Moisture. You need... I, I need moisture on my sandwich? Oh, yes. That awful. You need something. You don't want a dry no. chicken sandwich. When I get a chicken sandwich, I, I usually will put honey on it. Fried chicken and honey, woo, right there. Also, when you get like a spicy chicken sandwich, and then you get that honey, you get that sweet, you get that spice. It's heaven on a bun. Why? When did people start putting pickles on chicken sandwiches? That's a southern thing. They've been doing it forever. Well, Even when you get chicken down there, they just put fried pickles on it. Yeah, I'm not like that. Like no pickles are on the side. 
Pickles on the him, side. Don't put them on the side. I don't want that juice. See, here's what's pissing me off. Ted Cruz is out here blaming Biden for the one sauce fiasco. I heard and all Ted that. Cruz was a Navy SEAL, but we'll get into that later. We'll get into that later. Uh, but here's the thing. We have been plugging Chick-fil-A for some reason without any money coming in. We're to blame for the Chick-fil-A shortage. We started the the, the shortage. Because we've been talking about it. They're gonna, there's going to be a Blu-ray about the shortage or uh, the, the sauces soon. Because everything we touch turns to Blu-ray. It's true. I wish we had the Midas touch, but instead we have the <laughs> Merman every, touch. Everything you know? turns blue. Every ter- everything turns to Blu-ray. Well, that's pretty impressive since everyone streams now. The fact that we can make Blu-rays happen. We're, we're going to be a hot commodity in the near future. Because everyone's going to need physical copies of shit soon. Right. So, Murray, here's another thing about this movie. I've said it over and over. I said it on Stewart's podcast, which is in the show notes. Go listen to that as well and listen to more of his episodes. But I said action movies, action scenes in particular, are the boring part. That's the slaving part. That's the part you got to work through. Think about it. Last week, Riverdale. Wait, Riverbend. Riverdale how many, is where Archie Yes. Moved. How many action scenes were in Riverbend? Uh, I can't even remember. Did we do a movie called Riverbend? <laughs> Steve James. Oh, okay. I was my eyes were memorized. My eyes were mesmerized by Steve James. I didn't see anything else. The taste, taste of Steve James. Oh, Steve James. By the way, we're gonna start a line of Harlequin romances based on the taste of Steve James. All of them. He's gonna be the protagonist for every single one. I can't wait. Yeah. Bookstores can't wait. The you shelves. already got somebody mocked up a cover for it. It looks great. I went to a couple bookstores. They already have the shelves empty, just oh. waiting for it to be there. I can't wait. What was I talking about? There was maybe three action scenes in that movie. You know what they did? They built up Steve. They built up Fat Man. They built up Robin. They built up all these characters. The son disappeared for reasons we couldn't just, Didn't you know. build him up. You no, know, they did not. He went out for Chick-fil-A. <laughs> yeah. Never came back. Well, he got he got in a fight over the sauces and probably got shot because it was the 60s. <laughs> it was 66, and that's what they did. But in this movie, they tried – for one second to be a classic 80s movie. This is 1990 this movie came out. Right at the cusp. So right at the cusp. And they do one good scene where every, you get to see everybody shine a little bit. The golf scene. The montage. The montage? It's kind of a montage. It was kind of a golf montage, wasn't it? Yeah, they were just having fun. That was a first. That's the first golf montage we've ever had. That was the only scene in this movie that's good. All the, like twenty five minutes of and this we've is got, action. And we have Bill Paxton to thank for that because originally it was going to be even gayer. It was going to be a touch football scene, and he said, "No, no, that's too gay. That's too much Top Gun with the gay volleyball scene. We're going to play golf." And Bill Paxton directed that montage. That makes sense. That's why it actually looks good. It's fun. I'm glad Obviously he had something to do because he was criminally wasted in this movie. He had two lines. He just stood in the back. You got Bill Paxton. Everybody loves Bill Paxton. Everybody. In the background. How do you feel about his mustache? What was his mustache gang game doing? Murray, I couldn't even remember. These faces blend in for he me. He's the only guy with a mustache, so I figured you'd remember. Well, Billy Graham had a mustache. And another guy had a Billy mustache. Graham. Three guys had that mustaches. Guy, they were trying so... I guess like uh, they were filming an American Ninja movie at the time because they were trying so hard to make that guy Steve James. That guy... Is no Steve James. No. He's the voice of Allstate. He's got a great voice, but that he's no Steve James. And yeah. he tried so hard. He had the pathetic mustache. He was like, get the fuck out of here. They made that. him just the most pathetic character. He was getting married. He's there to die. All the other characters he's the black are, character real, to die. are real cool. Now, was he the first one to die, too? 
I'm pretty sure he's the first Another guy, guy to die. did die, but we didn't know about anything about him, so it didn't matter. So he wasn't it, part it, of the core Navy SEAL team. He wasn't. Yeah, he was on the outskirts. Yeah, yeah. He w- the- so the first guy to die in this, unlike horror movies, was the black guy. Well, black guys never die first in horror movies. I mean, just, we've dispelled that. I know. We already dispelled yeah. that. I was just... But I'm just saying, action movies, there might be something to it. Because I've noticed a lot of black guys die in the action movies. Steve James had to fucking die for fucking Dudikoff. Now, I, I'd imagine if they did an exit poll of this movie, people would have said, if you extend that golf scene, I'm, I'm telling everybody to see this. But instead, they extended all the boring action scenes. Charlie Sheen was on it way too much. Hey, Not enough Charlie Bill Paxton. Not, I, I was happy to see 80s you know, legends, Michael B. Michael B., and I've always liked him. I think he deserved a better career than he got. I'm mean, kind of an everyman type, but I dig him. He was wasted in it. Charlie Sheen needed to be wasted because he's a piece of shit. I hate oh, him. my God. We'll get to him. that in a second. Yeah. So, based on that exit poll, no one's no word of mouth for this movie. That was, it looks, by the way, you, you remember we were, we were talking about Michael Bean with uh, yes. Stewart. I'm just, he's, you give me attitude, and you're like, I don't remember names. And then I go, well, remember that guy? Yes, I remember that name, Tim. I just like that. You're like, hey, you this name that's not contributing. I don't remember what he looks like in this movie. What character was he? The main one. Oh, he was that guy? Yeah. Who kind of was getting with Claire, but never got with Claire? He was chased. Well, they're all... There's some Spartan Squad elements to this movie. I mean, apparently... Hey, look, I don't know. There might be some military guys listening to this. Are y'all gay? I mean, because it seems like it's just no women allowed. He-Man, woman-hater club. Let's snap some towels on our asses. That's the vibe I got from this movie. I'll agree with you. So, in fact, ha- I think the only reason there's two women, only two women in this entire movie, and they're just there so they can be like, no, these guys are straight because there's women here. Oh, my God. There's so many problems with this movie. Because none of these guys oh. want to fuck these women, by the way, except for Charlie Sheen. And I'm, I'm, I don't even know he's if he wants... Su- he's pretty suspect. I don't know if he wanted to fuck her or just... I he, think... I think he's just that big of a racist that he wanted to throw no, racial I slurs in his, he, face, uh, in his face. he thought he... Should fuck her, but he didn't want to fuck her, so that's why he was being a racist, to turn her off. That's what I think. I think that's his natural element, because he was ra- never. Well, if you deal with those ragheads, as he called them, day in, day out. <laughs> he was throwing around a lot of racial slurs. These are the words of Charlie Sheen. He brought his own script with him, so these are his yes. words. Yeah. So, $21 million budget. It uh, it grossed $6 million in the first week. 20, Number four on the list. five total, which is a bomb. Yes, it bombed. It made $4 million. I was shocked by that. I mean, not that it was crap, but I didn't, in fact, I didn't even want to see this movie when it came out. I was like, mm, I'll pass. No, who would want to see this? Uh, well, apparently everyone... I, I wouldn't be surprised if recruitment for... Because this, this movie was just a recruitment fucking propaganda piece for the Navy SEALs. Yeah. And I'm sure a lot... I bet their recruitment went way up in 1990. Yeah. Because guys are like, this is fucking awesome. The kind of guys who would jump off a bridge. Would be in. Darby Allen would have signed up if he had not been like three in nineteen. I wonder how Darby Allen felt about Charlie Sheen jumping off the bridge. I don't know. We'll have to ask him. So I was wonder. I found myself wondering as I was fucking slogging through this movie. What's it? An hour fifty. Hour fifty three. Fucking Christ, guys! Ninety minutes. Please. Easily, we could have trimmed thirty minutes off this movie. Because nothing really happens. Nothing the whole, happens. There are these missiles. The MacGuffin is these missiles, and they're just trying to find these missiles. That's the entire movie. They even work Claire, who's a journalist and half Lebanese, into it, so she can go anywhere she wants. And Never helps them at all. Exactly. She doesn't do anything. You thought they she were going to She's there set- so we can go, seriously, these guys aren't gay. There's a woman here. Exactly. That was her whole yeah. purpose in this movie was like, this isn't a gay porn movie. Oh. 
But uh, so I was like, what? What is the missing thing here? I mean, I just who cares about Charlie Sheen? You had other good faces in this movie. So I was like, who who wrote it? Who directed it? And we have two writers, Chuck Fafainer. I don't know who that is. He's the guy who wrote Hard Target. All right, okay. this is this is top right. tier shit here, Murray. Sure. And then we have Gary Oldman. Goldman, excuse I was me. Say the actor Gary Oldman wrote this. I can't read Gary Goldman. You may remember him from Big Trouble in Little Chinatown. Oh. And wait, not- wait, now you're like because I was confused by this. Are we talking about the Kurt Russell movie Big Trouble in Little China, yes. or are we talking about the Dolph Lundgren movie <laughs> Showdown, Showdown, in, Little Showdown in Little Tokyo? <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, but he also, in the same 1990 year, did Total Fucking Recall. This. Two good writers, all right? And then our director, I was like, There okay. was no dicks getting fed blondes in this movie. No, no, not at all. No good one. I saw a fucking review because we watched it on YouTube. It's free up there. Yeah. And that's and the I only was, way you should watch I it. I was reading some of the comments, to. and the people were like, the one-liners in this movie are top. Now, I was like, is there a one-liner in this movie? Sheen was rattling off some obnoxious one-liners. I guess I was uh, deaf to him because yeah. I was ready to pop his head. So I was like, okay, it's got to be the director. He didn't know what to do with all this great talent. He didn't know what to do with the great script. This is the man who is behind a Rucker Hauer, Joan Chen movie, Wedlock slash Deadlock. Which we're going to do. Which we're going to do in the sometime in the future. So I was like, I don't even know if it's him. It's just Sheen. Sheen showed up and Sheen. fucked well, this Michael movie. Well, Michael Bean said this was the worst experience of his life yes. making this movie. Yes. So I, I'm willing to give... The, all the fucking... And he was in the abyss. Everything about this movie being bad is due to Charlie Sheen. He is the ginty of this movie. We're going to shit on him the whole movie as he shits on brown people the whole movie. Okay. Let's yeah. Go, let's go to that trailer then. Yeah. Griff, what's more dangerous than an army ant? I don't know. A Navy SEAL. Dead joke! Here's the trailer. Look, I have a commitment to the team. Yeah, well, the teams aren't going to last forever. I'm sorry, guys, but I cannot be a part of this funeral procession. I'm out of here. See you later! When danger is its own reward. We move out together. Only together. There are men who will go anywhere. You guys are crazy. Proud of it, baby. Dare anything. We're SEAL team. We're here to get you out. They're Navy SEALs. Anyone hot. An elite fighting force. You don't gotta love it, you just gotta do it. Who don't know how to lose. Navy SEALs are paid to take risks. They're paid to die if necessary. We go in there, we hit them, and forget them. That's what we do. There's more to it than that. Come on, Lieutenant. What are the SEALs up to? Nothing special. Training. Sounds like fun. One is a leader. Let me take my team back in there. The other, a daredevil. Yeah! That's Hawkins. That's normal? No, that's abnormal. I told you to stay put. From me, huh? You still don't get it, do you? You're looking for a rush. Well, I hope you got it. Together, they're America's designated hitters against terrorism. You're involved. I don't create the news, I report it. If America kills our people, then our people will kill Americans. You're going to Lebanon, baby. That's all you gotta know. Born to risk. We're gonna have company. Body just got bigger. Trained to win. This just doesn't look good. Uh, just got worse. Charlie Sheen. Michael Bean. Joanne Wally Kilmer. Navy SEALs.
They never rent quality flicks. They always pick the most intellectually devoid movie on the racks. Ooh, Navy Seals! Oh, stick with us, everybody. This is, we're going through a journey. This is going to be a better journey than watching the fucking movie, I'll tell you that much. Mayday. We got a mayday. We're opening up. It's cold opening, but it's hot as hell. Middle of the ocean. That's where it's real hot. There's an oil tanker. It's on fire. <laughs> God, I'm so depressed to be doing this. <laughs> <laughs> well, can you blame us? We didn't have Chick-fil-A. Oh, you're right. I had the driest Chick-fil-A right before we did this episode. <laughs> so did you have Chick-fil-A or are we getting Chick-fil-A? God damn. Both. So, yeah, there's an oil tanker. Our uh, our Navy, they're the nearest. There's an aircraft carrier. They're like, you must. Of course, we don't care what nationality, what country. We save lives. That's what we do. We spread democracy. We save lives. That's what our army does. This is why we have to have army bases in every single yes. last country. It's also so we can stand our ground. Yes, and so they they stood their ground by getting into a helicopter, <laughs> and they're hovering, and they're like, "Hey, we're here to rescue you." And then out of nowhere, this gunboat shows up with these brown people. Oh. I'm not. They look vaguely Muslim. I don't know. I have no idea. And they just unload on the fucking chopper, and then they just cut away. We don't know what happened to the chopper. We're, we're assuming it got shot down. So we know. just we did something we are incapable of doing most episodes. That was nine minutes of movie we just did in one minute. Perfection. Yeah, because these fucking action scenes are long. They're long and they're boring. It's literally, yeah, it was just a helicopter just hovering for ten minutes. And people talking to each other. Yeah. Why? Guys, watch a canon movie, all right? Watch a canon movie. Figure this shit out. So I love <sighs> they, they hammer home how these guys don't do it for the money. They don't make any money. But they all have beach houses and classic cars. Yeah. Like every good like cop beat cop has a fucking nineteen sixties classic car, and so does Charlie. What's what's uh Bean's character's name? Cummin or something? Curran. Curran. So I like that Curran had a houseboat. I thought he was kind of living living kind of on the low there, but I like this houseboat. So yeah, you you're right. Beachfront property, and you're you're onto something here because these guys are constantly hanging out together. Whenever right. they're not working Maybe together, it's a timeshare. They're hanging out together. Timeshares didn't exist in '90, did they? Sure. Okay. So but, they got their, their two weeks. They got so they're they arranged like a marriage. They're like we're gonna do uh, this whole marriage all this revolving around this two weeks we have of our timeshare. That's it. That makes sense. All right. So we got our man Bill Paxton. He's God. Codename God. Dane is his name. His <laughs> codename was God because he was a sniper. Oh, you're right. So he's he a was. chill. He's all like in the lotus position, just chilling in the background. Wait, he was the sniper? Yes. Okay, he did have a good mustache. That was a good mustache. So Curran, he's like just waking up from like a hangover. Oh, well, Charlie Sheen Hawkins is his character. He's just passed out. We thought it almost looked like he was just washed up on shore. Yeah. He's just laying out on the beach. Well, we know how Charlie Sheen do. So he's probably, they probably actually filmed that on set and everything. And Charlie Sheen did wash ashore. And they're like, (laughs) let's roll with it. And that's how he's a good actor is he just rolled with it. So our man Michael Bean, he's Curran, who's the head of this this unit, Navy SEALs. And so he's like the dad, the leader, and his our boy Graham, Billy Graham. So trying to be Steve James, but sorry, yeah. you're not living up to it. 
Nope, not quite. He's having doubts about. He's getting. He's the one getting married. Yeah, we we see Curran walk up, and Billy's just sitting on the on the uh, the stairs of the porch, and he's just looking out. He's got that million distant stare. What do they call that? Long distance stare. Uh, I don't know. I don't. Uh, know. Yeah. So he he's out there just li- li- watching the sunrise, and he's thinking, "Man, what am I doing? Am I making a mistake?" Cur- Curran's grabbing his shoulders, massaging him a little bit, just like, "Oh man, you're so tense." In a very heterosexual way. Uh, you should have another beer. And he's like, I stopped drinking, and I started thinking. Oh, you don't want to start thinking on your wedding day, Murray. Yeah, and he's just like, you guys are my wife. Like, why am I getting married? <laughs> you guys are my wife. Like, why? We, we are Spartan Squad. I mean, Navy SEALs. We are we are a family, a unit. Yeah. We love each other. But uh, why am I getting married to a woman? And he's like, I don't know. Because and then he's like, because that's what normal Americans do. They get married to a woman, they have 2.5 children, and they buy a house. Nuclear family. So get in the Jeep, you're getting married. And then you're moving to the suburbs. No more beach house two-week parties. So like, Hawkins, get in the Jeep with us. If I have to. So we, I, I, I thought we had a scene of them getting dressed or whatever, but all we need to know is that we're driving along, we got that sweet open Jeep, hair's blowing in the breeze, but... Taffy, you'll be happy to know that once they get park, perfect. Quaffed. Qu- perfect quaff. And Charlie Sheen. They stop in the middle of a, a, a bridge for some reason? Like, hey, let's stop and talk for a minute. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why you would do that because they'd even pull off the side of the road because it's a bridge. There's no side of the road. And then Hawkins just goes, you know what? Women for fags. And he just leaps off the bridge. It literally jumps off a bridge. Guys, he's bro- so like allergic to pussy. He's like, yikes! Brother Murray's using some strong language because I'm we're using not, his words. We're not filtering Charlie Sheen. You're getting yes. to experience the full Sheen. Yeah, and it's not good. No, he's garbage. I hate him in this. He movie. I hate complete, Charlie Sheen in general, but I really hate him in this movie. You know, we uh, we emphasize overemphasize some things, but we are not overemphasizing. Oh, we're toning this. it down. If yeah, anything, we're trying to tone it down because Charlie Sheen is complete like. Republican, he is get the brown people, murder them because that's why he joined Navy SEALs. Can I kill brown people? Yeah, I'm like yeah, it's part of the job. I got I got a little fact. I noticed it. I don't know if you picked up on it. We'll talk about it later when we go to our date. So yeah, Charlie Jean Sheen jumps off the fucking bridge. Yeah, I'm not going to your wedding. Fuck you, because he's a wild card. And they he's... look at each other like Hawkins, and then they look back that he forgot his coat, so they throw that in the water. Thanks. <laughs> He's in the sewage water where he should be. If he would have just <laughs> yes. drowned, this movie might have been better. Yeah, would have been for me. All right, so we go to the wedding. At the wedding, straight. I, I don't know where they got. Well, they, I know where they got the idea. I wonder where American Ninja 4 got the idea. <laughs> this scene is literally the beginning of American Ninja 4. Yes, it is. Where the black guy's getting married. <laughs> and then the overly, <laughs> just obnoxiously huge beeper starts going yes. off. Everybody's beeper starts going off in... Smart, smart, I mean, Navy SEALs. It's going off. And, of course, it's uh, Led Zeppelin's, uh, what's that one song? Cashmere. Yep, it's Cashmere. And so they're they're cool guys, you know. you got to have Cashmere in your beeper. And his wife-to-be, who's like 50, she's just like. What is the deal? Bill Dressed like a frumpy, like, 50-year-old. Yep. And he's like, like, uh, what was his name? Graham. He's just like. Saved by the bell. He didn't want to get married. Yeah, he was sweating bullets. He's like, I just don't know if I could do this, guy. He's like, babe, duty calls. You know, I'm, my my first love is America. 
I do like that he fist bumped her on the way out. Yeah. We'll get married next time. But it was I, I was I didn't know if that was conflicted because it was a terrorist fist bump. So I didn't know. Was it? All fist bumps are terrorist. Did you learn anything from Obama? All fist bumps are terrorist. Fist I did not learn that. All right, so let's get a look at our villains. Uh, these are the villains. We don't get are... much time with the villains. Murray, don't worry about it because it would have just added another 45 minutes to this <laughs> fucking garbage movie. They'd be like, we got to flesh out our villains. We got to make sure to show how, how horrible, since this is just America military propaganda, they would have made sure to make be like, Islam is the religion of terrorists. So we probably would have saw a lot of that. So we meet Shahid, the leader of Ramalama Ding Dong, not to be confused with Hezbollah. And we that we see the uh, helicopter guys from the beginning of the movie. They're hostages. Yeah. And he's just like, kill these motherfuckers. Yeah. What, why did you bring them here? Somehow our Navy SEALs know they're there because they have brainwave communication. Telecone- I don't know, telepath- but he's sweating bullets because he knows oh, how Navy SEALs are the baddest motherfuckers on the planet. So he's like, get rid of these motherfuckers. Also... We're supposed to not. No one's supposed to know about the Navy SEALs, but everybody knows about the Navy SEALs. What's the deal with that? I don't know. Okay. All I know is one guy gets shot in the head. Yeah, he and, comes in to, to execute the three Navy SEALs. The one guy gets shot, lining up the shot. For all the second of a sudden, you're Avon calling. Boom! Hawkins kicks the door in. There's unloading these fucking machine guns, killing everybody. He gets away somehow. <laughs> well, he, he leaves before it happens. Yes, he's yeah. like, take care of it, and then they're just having a hell of a time, just killing everybody. Yeah, they they have high um, five in the hostages oh and my shit. God, they're flipping. And then, they're... and then Shahid like goes, "What's going on?" He like opens the door and sees it. He's like, "Oh shit!" And he, he jumps back, and then like the pussy that he is, he like rips his shirt off. Yep. He does a fucking Chris Jericho blade job, cuts his forehead. Beautiful blade job. And then Charlie Sheen busts in. What the fuck's going on in here? Yeah, Charlie Sheen starts going off on his own. And uh, he's the loose cannon of the Navy SEALs. Yeah, Curran is like, where are you going, Hawk? Where are you going, Hawk? <laughs> I know he never listens to Curran. Never. And Curran's just like, I got to keep bringing him <laughs> because he's a, he's a fucking racist murderer, and I love that on my team. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I mean, really, he could have him court-martialed, like, discipline. He, he, he you know what will happen is they'll send him down to Georgia, <laughs> where he'll be held in contempt in prison for a while. <laughs> So oh. him and Billy just look at each other and go, what are you going to do? He's incorrigible. He's just, he's so adorable. So he does, like, he could have just turned the knob. He has to shotgun the fucking doorknob off. Yeah, he's always playing up because you hear him jiggle it, but obviously he didn't turn it all the way. He's like, oh, it's locked. I better shoot it. It's, he's just got to shoot everything, and he's got a shotgun for this very reason. And he also wants to crash through the door. So he has to right. gimmick the door, and then he crashes through it. And then Shahid's there, and he's like, I'm a prisoner. I'm an Egyptian prisoner. And he's like, he's like, the fuck you are. You're brown. Yeah, you're he, a fucking Muslim. He hear, yep. He he sees this is a brown person, and he hears that he speaks a foreign tongue. So he's like, I gotta murder you. You're brown. You speak Arabic. That means you're a Muslim terrorist. Yeah, I I read your book of religion. It's full of uh, hate America. You hate our freedom. You hate our freedom fries. How could you hate our freedom? And one fries? of the members of the seals is like, who spoke Arabic. He's like, no, he's saying he's a prisoner. I believe him. I don't believe him. We gotta go. Shit's happening. 
We get a scene of our man Bill Paxton. He's got like this fucking predator scope on it. He's seeing infrared. He's just blowing people away with his super high power yeah. fucking sniper this, gun. Okay, this gun was ridiculous. He's God. He's, he's God. He's up there. And he's like, guys, I'm not seeing anything. I'm switching to thermal. He switches over to thermal. There's two guys right in front of him. <laughs> And two predators. That was scary. <laughs> they're behind these. He's like, what the fuck am I seeing? They're behind these giant cement pillars, and the gun just destroys the wall. It right. looks like a, they shot a rocket at it. It's, how, it's amazing. Yeah. So he's taking them out. Everyone's in this courtyard now. Guns are going off everywhere. Nonstop. Cover me. Cover me. It's, cover me. It's just people yelling, cover me. All we know about tactics of the Navy SEAL is cover me. And dark ducking and throwing grenades at everything. Like, they, right. there is no precision at all. It's just grenades cover me. God, well, shoot Billy this Hawk, guy. Billy and Hawkins hide behind these, these pile of crates. And they notice, like, hmm, what's going on with these crates? And they notice there's these... You notice they never really talked about this. There's these American Stinger missiles, okay? Who gave these missiles, these American missiles? They, they, you figured that would be, like, the, the whole point of the movie. Like, we're going to find out, like, some crooked guy in the government. And, no, no. We find nothing out. We wouldn't, it wouldn't even be a crooked bad <laughs> because we still sell weapons to countries that were like, hey, you guys should stop fighting. But also, you're going to buy $750 billion. Well, no, we sell them to the guns. Saudis, and then they sell them to the people who blow us up, like 9-11. I mean, right now, we're doing that. We're yeah. selling $750 billion worth of guns to the, Palestine, or to the uh, Israelis. And we're also trying to tell them... Hey, can you not murder the Palestinian people with these guns? Well, well, yeah, but at least the Israelis don't use the weapons against us. We sell weapons to the Saudis, and they're like, hey, terrorists, take these <laughs> guns and attack America. You know, our friends. So, yeah, so, like, Charlie's, like, went in Rome, hurls a fucking grenade at him. Yeah, he, drop, he drops a grenade in the crate. Or are you thinking of an? Uh, yeah, I don't he know. drops in the crate. It's just, it's just a mess. and nothing happens. They don't blow up. That's how fucking awesome these fucking stinger missiles are. Billy, okay, there was a one-liner here because Billy's like, "What did you expect?" He's like, "I don't know." <laughs> one-liner. I'm just killing people. Oh god, I hate these people. So they they finally make their extraction point. They're killing everybody all around them. We got a. a uh, this was a point of contention because Curry is trying to get them out of there, and Hawks like, "No, we got to get these missiles, man. We got to get the missiles. I really." want one i want to put it on my mantle at home gotta get out of here it's extraction time they're gonna regret that though murray they were it's gonna come back to haunt them it's gonna come back to because we see our man shaheed he's like all cleaned up they get those motherfuckers and they get away in their chopper mission accomplished because they got their well one of their members dies of navy seals we don't know who he is so who cares yeah and uh we get the two hostages left so hey good job Navy seals so, of course, you got to go back. You got to get debriefed. Yeah. Another scene that did not need to be in the movie. Well, we get everybody's point of view. Hawkins is like, we came, we saw, we kicked ass, and then he just walks out. And the guy's like, I'll put that in my report. He's fucking know? shotgunning beers while giving his report, slamming it on his head. Just a lot of woos. Just showing how badass these guys. But Curran, he's getting reamed out because they're like, well, hey, why didn't you get these Stinger missiles? And he's like, Fucking you CIA intelligence hacks. You didn't tell us. Yeah, we had one dead. We had two wounded. We were working with a short staff. Classic CIA thing, Griff. They put all the blame on our fucking combat, our soldiers. That's right. They knew nothing about this shit. That's right. So Curran, he's like, he's like checking on his men. They're playing cards. And then Curran, and this is where they point out, like, Curran's like, 
I'm not. That's too. That's too heady a game for me. I'm not using my sixty dollars of combat pay. See, because I'm grossly underpaid, but I don't care because I love America. And to hammer that home. Meanwhile, Hawkins is straight up Travis Bickelin. He's like staring at himself in the mirror. You talking to me with a gun, dude? Got a straight up killer boner going on. He wants to kill more people. <laughs> it's like potato chips. Once you killed one Muslim, you've got to kill some more. Koran <laughs> has a file as he walks in, and he 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 just flashes it to Hawk, and Hawk sees that brown face, and he's like, "I never forget a brown face." That's Akeem Adil Jabbar. Wait, I think I fucked up. It's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh. And he's like, no, that's Shahid. That's the guy you saw. Yeah, you knew it. He's like, of course I knew it. Yeah. yeah. What do I do with this boner? And he's just like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm out of here. Can you help me with this boner, Captain? So now there's a meeting. Curran has a meeting with all the fucking senators and congressmen. You know, people get in the way of freedom. Yeah. And they don't want to take any uh, responsibility. And we learn. We're seeing that you have a TV on on. Which has we learned Claire Varens, I think was her name. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and she, we learned she's a terrorist sympathizer. She's always looking like both sides of the story, which is bullshit. There's only one side, America. America. And she could, and why? Because she's half Lebanese. And she's talking with Shahid on he's giving an interview, and she's just letting him spout his lies about America and how we, you know, we, we hate freedom and like motherfucker. We that's our major export is freedom. Fuck you, Shahid. So we're, we're learning. We got the missile, the missiles that they should have uh, taken away from. I don't know how they would have got them out of there. They only had the helicopter. There was like a thousand missiles. But they're over the Navy there. Seals. They figure it out. Oh, you're right. Some kind of math or something. Yeah. So they're they're on the move and they can't track them down until they get the okay from the president. They got to get the right. CIA further involved. Well, Curran is like, look, I want another shot at this because he's getting reamed by these guys. And he's like, just give me one more shot. I want to get these fucking stingers. All right. Well, like I said, we got to get the CIA on there. Once we get a report, it'll go right to your desk. Until then, why don't you guys take another two-week sabbatical? You know, do do your guy stuff. Spartan squad, uh, g- go. And the Spartan squad, they a go. Go. The only fun, enjoyable scene Was of the movie. Was it enjoyable? I was... I uh, I enjoyed this because the outfits, the silliness, the the horrible fucking cover of Boys Are Back in Town by Bon Jovi. Awful. I felt terrible again. Billy Graham just being completely Billy drags his wife once again and say, hey, this isn't gay. We have a woman here. And she's like, these are supposed to be dudes in their 20s. And then you have Billy and his uh, fiance there, <laughs> and she is like looking like she's fifty. She's got a walker. She's got a big sun hat on. She's got just like big old outfit on. What the fuck? Why are, are they, they doing in a public this? golf course? They're just chewing up the fucking course with those those cars. Of course they are, but it's okay because they are soldiers. So they just like totally sh- they're like peeling out on a green and the guy's like well, thank they, you for your service. They, yes, and they were dumping golf carts <laughs> into the little ponds they had there and everything. At one point uh a golf ball was putt and it was heading right to the hole and Charlie I keep calling him Charlie. Hawk <laughs> steps on it and pushes it into the green which that's going to fuck everything up. It's, I used to cut cut lawns, you know. I know all about it, specifically the greens. Okay. They're really fucking so up So basically, they're just destroying this golf course. But they're having fun doing it, so we l- we're laughing along with them. They got all their short shorts on. And oh, the 80s attire for this scene was fantastic. Aside from Joe. I felt terrible for Joe. 
They did that woman some some real dastardly deeds. And Billy. We get a scene with her, and he's like, I'm going to marry you. Don't worry about they, it. I love how they went to like the little wooded area. Like children, they couldn't talk <laughs> in the open like adults. They had to go into the little woods. To, so we could reassure his wife or his fiance that he did in fact love her and want to marry her, if, I, if he has to. He did say that. If I have to marry you, I will. If I have to. <laughs> oh, wait, oh, was, did they build up some kind of something about? Uh, never mind. I don't think they. So did. while they're they're matter. having their horseplay, I don't know where they they pull out some like. Uh, Towels are snapping each other's asses on the fucking golf course. Do you remember the stupid SNL Schlitz gay beer yes, thing? Yes, I remember that. That's this scene. Yes, that is exactly that. That's perfect. <laughs> That's this scene. Just watch that instead. It's funnier. Yeah. And then Charlie notices because he parked his car over three parking spaces. No, he parked it on a fairway. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst. These people are the fucking worst. But they're the greatest. They're the best of us all. So he he catches uh, his car as it's just loaded up on a flatbed. He's like, I got to get my car. Fuck this shit. So he jumps on a bicycle and catches up to this car on the like fucking freeway. Because mm. that's how that's how great this how he's such and he's a Navy SEAL. Only guy in the Navy SEALs could do this. And Jesse Ventura. Mm. And he just pedals up, leaps on the fucking flatbed, and he's like. The guy, the, the fucking guy driving, he's got the Walkman. He's listening to Bon Jovi or something. Of course. He's deep he, into it. He loves that. So he's like, and away we go. And he's, I like that the cables that were restraining the car, no. It was just, <laughs> it was just in park up there. Yeah, just laying on that. Just laying on that. So he managed to get off there. I mean, they wanted this to be like, we're not just going to have one James Bond. We're going to have five James Bonds. Because this is a James Bond scene. And so he lo- he lowers the fucking flatbed so it's you know he can get off it and he doesn't care that there's other cars he's like I got to get off now he's got to apparently this is a seventy mile an hour road or something <laughs> he sees there's a semi right behind him the semi's driving way too close so yeah and first of all I love how nobody in trucks ever stop no. on a movie like they run somebody over and they just keep going yeah and this is the same thing the guy's like I'm not gonna stop there's clearly a lunatic in front of me. Mm-hmm. Who's going to release this car? I'm not stopping. He's released, and he uh, he's facing the truck. Yes. So he has it. to put it in reverse right. at 70 miles an hour, and eventually That's spins how good himself he is. around. And, oh. He takes off, and then whips out another one-liner about something. And- Thank the fucking maker. We get to go back. I'm almost excited to go back to Intel after seeing Hawk's stupid face for five fucking minutes. We get another... And you notice there's this one character... I. I could just imagine John P. Ryan should have been this character, but it's just some bland nobody. His only job is to be like, you're not at that the, the landing zone in like 0500 hours. I know which guy you're talking about. Yeah. He had a weird he got face. scar in his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, his only job was to say, we're going to bail on you if you're not there on time. That's yep. all he ever did. Just to let you know. Just to add zone. tension to this movie. There's no tension. This movie's boring as fuck. So we got some intel that these Stinger missiles are on this, uh, this uh, barge that has a... There's yeah. some some traveling pilgrims, Muslim pilgrims, going to Mecca. Mm-hmm. So there are some. They they give a little like there's some good Muslims. Some they they had to sit hawk down in the back and show them like slides like these good. These are okay people. And then a guy with a bat, you know, a must or a gun. I was gonna say a mustache. <laughs> Shoot that guy. <laughs> so like like the seals do, they jump on a submarine. That's always ready to bail on them at the you know as soon as the time's up, and then then come 
Come the wet ass hour, Griff. They release. <laughs> you were, you probably been so excited to say that. Well, it makes sense because they're getting wet. Their asses are literally getting well, wet. Well, every mission they go on, they get wet. Because they're seals. They're seals. They're constantly. Sea, air, and land. That's what it stands for. Sea, air, and land. What's the E for? I don't know. Because it doesn't make it sound like a seal. Everything? No, it sounds cool. No, it's just like C S, capital S E, small a, <laughs> air, land. It just sounds cooler saying seal instead of sow. <laughs> and a seal is kind of an aquatic animal, so it makes all perfect sense. It's true. So they they get they have like they're released from the sub with some like rafts or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they use little rafts to get up there. Then there's the nice little ladder on the side of the boat. So they climb up there, nice and quietly. They're on their black. They got their guns all ready because, of course, you got to have your guns ready even on a recon mission. And this has to be the worst day for Charlie Sheen's character, Hawk, because he's seeing all these brown people, and he's like, I got to shoot these people. Well, you no. See- this is the worst day for Curran, the leader, because Charlie Sheen has to fuck it up. Everything's running smoothly. They're like ninjas. And then he's like, I got to shoot somebody. I, yeah. Why would you bring <laughs> Hawk on this mission where you know he's a horrible fucking racist and he's going to be surrounded by people he cannot <laughs> figure out if they're good or bad people? Because his instinct is that person's a darker tone skin color than me. I better shoot them. Yeah. So first Curran gets to the captain. He's like, where are the fucking stingers? He's like, what are you talking about? There are no stingers. This is, we're, uh, you know, we just, we're towing whatever the fuck there is stone. Machine parts. Yeah. And he's just like, he could tell this guy's lying, but he's just like, okay. So I forget who was supposed to be with Hawk in this scene. Probably Billy, because he seems to be like the babysitter for Hawk. He does seem to be the babysitter. You're right. So, uh, yeah, Hawk is just like looking around. He's looking at all these brown people. He's like, I got to well, kill somebody. Well, he saw one brown guy he thought was going for something. He looked down underneath them. Uh, to the level underneath them, and he saw a brown guy, and it just so happened this guy was up to something suspicious. He was like setting up some grenades or something. I don't remember. So we did enough shoot for him. him to kill him. Yeah, it, basically they were awake and they looked at Charlie Sheen. So he's like, "I got to shoot you." So he shoots this guy, and an explosion goes off, and they just kill a bunch of people, and they find the crates, and they open it up, and sand. They got punked. Shahid is toying with them. There's no mm. stinger missiles. It's just crates full of sand. All right, so we cut over. We're going to get a little background on Claire. And by little, I mean incredibly little. And so she's doing – this is amazing. This, this is how good of a journalist she is. She, if she were uh, actually a journalist like she is in this show, we'd have her on the podcast because we're investigating. She almost ourselves. made me think that Islam was a religion of peace by what she was saying. <laughs> I love this because they are doing a live telecast with her doing voiceover live. That's pretty spectacular. And she cut it right a second before their time slot ended. Wow. She's really good. All right. So, but yeah, they're they're doing a whole thing about Karen like he's there cuz he wants he she knows that she's got some inside information and he wants to pick her brain. She know she's half Lebanese, so she knows these people. She knows how they think. And he's like, hey, would you like to go out to dinner and we could, I could pick your brain a little? And she's like, mm, that sounds interesting. Yeah, I could do that. Who are you with? Is it the SEALs? She knows about the SEALs too. Everybody knows about the SEALs. It's not a good secret. Well, he's like, yeah. And would you? And she's like, didn't she like say she wanted to see what they do, like train? Yeah, because she didn't want – this is when they were at dinner. And so she's not she's, – she's learned about Vinny. She's not going to eat it because she's like, look, I'm a civilized woman. Not on a first date. Not on a first know. date. You've got to get to know a guy before you eat a Vinny's 
Like, he had it all worked out. He's like, I'm going to give her the Vinnies. We're going to go to the park. I got my fine white suit on. We're going to take a picture by the Apparently waterfall. Apparently, never been to Vinnies. If you were in a fine white suit. <laughs> yeah. He was just doing his best Trouble Man impression. So, uh, yeah, she she says, oh, shit, you're with the SEALs. And he's like, well, I I guess if you know, you know. So, yeah, I am with the SEALs. Can I watch you guys train? (laughs) Of course Yeah. So then we just get a commercial for the SEALs. It basically looks like an Army recruitment commercial that you see during any football game. And they're, they're doing the thing where they're in the dirty water, like crawling, and he's just listing off. Yeah, there's like a thousand guys. Maybe ten percent will make it. Maybe ten percent. I love that. Yeah, they should have. They got the hologram of Steve James and his little headband and his no sleeves, giving a nice speech to his boys. We got the scene where there's like a tank. Where we see Hawkins under there. They're they're practicing like underwater demolition. And he's like, because he's such a horn dog. He's kissing the the window when he sees Claire. Because he'll fuck anything that moves. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, Hawkins, you know, I love this guy. He's a goof. Yeah. And then he takes him to this room. It's like it's, it's like this. It looks like the bars uh, from American Ninja 2. And we got all oh, these. OK, we, we so, got all these cutouts. Of- yeah, they go outside and they walk into this little setup. It's almost like a studio room. It's a close quarter range. It's a room. close quarter combat range is, is what they call it. So He's just talking to her. And then. All of a sudden, these guys are such like pranksters. He, They're yeah, very pranksters. He grabs her and pulls her into him, and then the seals bust in with live ammunition <laughs> and shoot all around him like the cartoons where they shoot, do, you know, the figure around like yeah. Bugs Bunny or so something. So what? Oh, and there's like yeah, live rounds, and then they like and like see ya. <laughs> they just run off giggling, and you see, I th- I'm pretty sure that Karan set this up. Because he was like, now do you see you need to help I us? I like how his name's Karan, but you got Karan, like, almost like the Karan. I like that. I keep fucking up his name because I don't care. I hated his character. Oh, his character was fine. And she, of course, is like, just like beside herself because five the different Beside men. herself, yet kind of dripping wet. She's hot. She's you like, think she was hot? She was turned on. That's why she was... She, it's like that thing. You almost die. You know, it turns chicks on. I was too busy watching the fucking timer go on this movie. She was turned on by it. Because why? You. She wanted to go out to dinner with him after that. She wasn't. She'd be like, I'm out of here. Which well, is- I mean, she went on the Vinny's date. She had to be in the restaurant. She had to smell the aromas. She probably wants to go back. So somehow he comes up with, now you see why we need to help us? I don't, I, no, I don't really need to see it. You almost had me killed. Yeah. But, he's, but she's like. Like I said, she's just like, Vinny's, I got to try it. I've heard of it. I got to try it. Yeah. So they read to meet at Vinny's. They're at Vinny's. He's he's just about to rattle off his favorite doctor joke when <laughs> fucking Cockblocker Hawkins comes in. Yep. And he's keeping a low profile here. He goes over. He finds a, a payphone, and he calls up to a little operator over at Navy SEALs headquarters. You know, so I need you to call in to uh, Cur- Cur- James Curran. <laughs> Beep him up. Yep, there's an emergency for him. Yeah, this, this is get his beeper. Yep, a gigantic beeper. And so then, Curran gets the beep while while uh, Hawkins wants it. Hey, what are you guys doing here? Oh, I just stopped weird. in for some takeout of Vinny's. And he sits down. Hawk sits down with them, and he just starts hammering the racism. So I saw this black guy. I did, and he was <laughs> listening to the hip hop, and I said, "Hey, that's some." I can't even say the words Charlie Sheen said in this movie. Well, he's just like, 
hey, who are you? You look vaguely brown. And she's like, he's like, oh, I'm I'm Claire Varens, the the journalist. He's like, huh? What do you specialize in? Well, I specialize in what's going on in Beirut. Beirut. First of all, I think. And Donald Trump got all his foreign policy from watching this movie. Because he's like, that shithole? Yeah. With the ragheads? The camel jockeys? The sand African-Americans? He didn't say African-Americans. <laughs> and she's just like, kind of like, I don't know. This move is to like insult women. Like some women get off on this. I think she did. Because she's kind of turned on by this. I didn't get it. I don't know what's wrong with Claire. Something's <laughs> wrong with Claire. She's a self-loathing a Lebanese person. That might be it. Because she's kind of liking this shit. And he's just spewing racist shit. He's like, fucking every fucking tired-ass racist joke. I'll give you one thing here. Curran's faces while he's watching, because he's in between them, and he's watching Hawk. And he's used to seeing Hawk shoot people in the face, and now he's shooting her with racism. So he's just like, <laughs> this kid. And then he's like, oh, that's my beeper. I got to go. Can you drive her home? Can you drive her home? And he's like, fuck yeah, I can. He Wink. fucking shotguns a beer right there. winks at the camera. Right of her lifetime, chief. And he's like, don't worry. Even though I make shit pay, I got a classic car. Hop in. And then he's like, they're driving. He's like, rattle off. He's like, yeah, my, my dad, he got his feet blown off by a jet. I mean, Japanese. <laughs> he's kind of reading the room a little better. He's trying to. And she's like, oh, I see you're correcting yourself for me. Yeah, my dad, you know, he was this... Uh, his name was Jake. He back in uh, 1966, he was the sheriff of this little town called uh, River De- River Riverbend. I fucked it up again. Riverbend. And he just pulls over at the beach. Says, "So when we gonna fuck?" Just cuts to the chase, and she's like, "Um, maybe later." She's like, "She's kind of digging it." I don't know what's going on. With she was, she, she got out of the car and she was doing she's the disgusted little disgusted yet. She, she was doing the little thing where you like t- you do the Ru- Rudy Ray uh, rub out kind of deal. What's what is that called? The Rudy Ray rub out. And he's just like, "Are we gonna fuck or not?" All right, because the car's still running. All yeah. right. And she's just like, "Maybe later." I'm walking home. And he's like, "Lesbian," and then he gets in his car and just takes off. <laughs> He is the type of person who would yell, let's at somebody who didn't want to fuck her. But who knows? Maybe he didn't want to fuck her after all. Like I said, it's a cover. All these guys want to fuck each other. Yeah. But they got to cover it up by, by acting like they're straight. That's why they have to. That's, that's, that was fucking. Um, I bet they do this like every like six months. They do a shift where one of the guys has to get a girlfriend or fiance to be around them. So they don't seem gay. It's and part it, was, of, it was Graham's job. It's part of their gay uh, conversion right. therapy. Right. They ha- every six months, they have to get with a girl. So Curran meets up with Claire again. Because <sighs> he's all business. He's just like, look, we need to, f- we need to find somebody who's on the inside. So they, 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 yeah, they go back to his house and they got the files and they got the his one wall done up like a detective room. So they're right. Navy SEALs slash detectives now. Right, strings everywhere, uh, and they go out on the deck or their little balcony there, and of course Hawk is just outside there drinking a beer as he as he does. He's always drunk. I don't even remember him being there. He was, yeah. and he he's just like guys. Why don't we just go get one of these? Uh, Racial slur, and uh, we'll beat the shit out of him. We'll waterboard him. He'll start talking. Oh, that's right. Yeah, exactly. He does say that. And we'll torture him and get what we need. Yeah, that's like, the- why the fuck are you using your brain? All right, use your dick. And he grabs his balls, 
And they're like, look, man, <laughs> information might make your brain hard, but it'll make your dick soft. Let's fuck these people and up. And looks at Claire and is like, I can't argue with this guy. He's just so great. That is a really good idea he has there. Where could we go to find a guy that we can torture and get information out of? And he's like, how about this guy? This random guy, like a picture on this table. He just picks out a... And, and they're like, that's the perfect guy! He's brown. He loves smoking menthol reds. We can bring him some menthol red, And he loves Mr. Ed. So they go take it to the war room where all the fucking hacks are there, the you know politicians, the Ted Cruz's. And the guy, one of the guys goes, well, Fuck! This guy's an informant of ours. This is a perfect plan. He's probably, we haven't heard from him in months. He's probably scared shitless because he's deep in. We'll, we'll extract him, make it look like we're going to kill him, and we'll get all the info we need. Everything's, I love it when a plan comes together. This, this is just beautiful. So they're like, all right, guys, got to get on a plane and sit on it for 10 hours. I love this. There is not enough time to really put thought in this. This is the same day. This movie is just, just. Pushing us right through here. So the only character development we ever get for Bill Paxton, he's scared of parachuting. Even though he's a Navy SEAL. He's never got over that. <sighs> Murray, I, uh, I'm going to admit something here. When they got into that plane, I just started hitting the, the what happened fast was, forward button. They make a whole big deal about some guy checks. I think he's supposed to be like fucking with, uh, with God. He's just like, fucking hell, who the fuck packed your goddamn parachute? I wouldn't jump with that shit. Okay. And then, but then Billy's parachute fucks up. See, I didn't understand They're that. Because 12 fast million miles. They're in space. They have fucking <laughs> space suits on. <laughs> and this is how badass the SEALs are. Oh, and they, they're 12 million miles up. They're literally t- closer to the moon than they are to Earth. <laughs> but they still parachute down. One of them burns up on reentry. We don't care because they didn't, they didn't develop his character at all. <laughs> and so we have literally 17 minutes of them just free-falling. Why? Why, movie? Why? And we get a very un... Uh, Climatic? Uh, <laughs> Unsuspenseful scene yeah. where Billy's shoot fucks up, but he just releases it and does the spare one, and then he yeah, lands. he does the spare one, he lands. They get no big it's deal. The wet ass hour, so they land right in the water, <laughs> and then they just swim because they have scuba gear on too. I mean, I guess, I guess the spacesuit all you know, can also be scuba gear. Yep, they just swim off to wherever they got to be. They get to shore. They're in this. Uh, was this when they were actually in Beirut? No, I think because Beirut's some late. other place. Some... Yeah, that's right. Beirut, they get this to. This is another shithole country, all right? Spain, apparently. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so they arrive, and they're going through this town. It's quiet. It's midnight. There's a curfew, apparently. Nobody's it out. Those are good Muslims. They're not out partying. Good call. Yeah. And so they get into positions. You know, they got their places they all need to be. And, of course, Billy has to go with Hawk because he's got to babysit him. Right. And, you know, you got to put the blinders on him because if Hawk sees a brown person, he is like to shoot them. But then, uh, no, because then Billy was like, I got to go. I, stay here. Don't move. Whatever you do, don't move. And he's like, I can do that. And then he winks at the camera. We know Hawkins is like, he's a loose cannon. He's crazy. He's like fucking the fucking lethal weapon guy, Martin Riggs of the Navy <laughs> Seals. He's crazy. So Curran's got everything. They actually 
perfect extraction. Nobody gets killed. They get the guy. They go in the room and get the guy. Yep, and they're they're pulling him out. There was a guy who was walking by on the street smoking a cigarette right in front of the house. So that was supposed to be a point of contention. Like, oh shit, this guy's gonna see him. And well, I think do a couple something. and a couple guys showed up. So like, I think a they couple were, guys they were... showed up in a minute here. Yeah. Because uh, Charlie Sheen, now that Billy's no longer with him, Charlie's like, I see that brown guy. I'm going to shoot him. This is a completely innocent man. Well, Billy says, like, I see the brown guy. And he's like, where? Where? And then he just leaves his position to go down to Bill with Billy. Okay. And it's kind of like, Billy's like, what the fuck? Can you just go fight? And he's like, hey, he's going for a gun. And he just shoots this fucking guy. This guy who's literally reading a newspaper, <laughs> smoking a cigarette. And Billy or uh, Hawk sees him like reach for a cigarette. He's got a gun. It's like, no, he's reaching for a cigarette. You fuck. So he shoots him, and then out of nowhere, like armed gunmen come. <laughs> so is this the message that all Muslim communities just have dudes with guns? Well, if Hawkins had stayed in his position, he probably would have saw these guys. But he's a fucking dipshit. Yeah. So they unload and kill fucking Billy. Oh, good. So and fucking. Now, Hawkins is so into it; he doesn't even notice. He's like having a hell of a, he's having a great time just shooting everybody. And he's like, "Billy, that was great, wasn't it?" Billy, 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 why stop you sl- playing dead. Why Billy. you sleeping? We, dude, that's some good color you got there. Curran comes down with the, the the asset they need. He's like, "What the fuck's going on? I, I told you to stay in your position." Well, I didn't want to. Well, fucking Billy's dead. <laughs> I'm sorry. What do you expect from me? Oh, and he's like, you motherfucker, you got to carry Billy. So we're done with this mission, and we just jump to uh, a nice big old greenhouse, got Jolina working in there, and you see a very sad Curran. Uh, yeah, Curran. Curran walking up, and he's got to deliver the news, that awful, awful news. I'll tell you, I'll, I'll give Jolina some credit here. She does a great job selling this. Ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> Breaking shit. Why, God, why? And then we're at the funeral. It's somber funeral. Of course, it's raining. Yep. Got show the, the tears that God's crying. The 12-gun salute. 12-gun salute. I think that's what they call it. 21-gun salute. Okay. You got you have the dyslexic version of that. Billy, <laughs> Billy only gets 12 because he's black. <laughs> right. And they're folding the flag up. And then they're about to give it to Jolene. They go, yoink. Oh, you're not married to him, are you? Mom, here's the flag. Oh, just rubbing it in. And so we got uh, Corinne just kind of like throwing arm over her shoulder. They're walking back to her car, and she's like, "I would have got that flag if we got married, <laughs> didn't I?" Like, she's all worked up about the flag. She wanted that flag. She's like, "Look, I met Steve James the other day. I don't care about Billy anymore. I got a new man." And then Hawkins is like, "So when we playing golf, man? You know?" And he's like, "Corinne's like, motherfucker, we just buried Billy." You fucking piece of shit. And he just walks off. We're going to the bar. Get with it. You go to a bar after you lose a friend. Right. So let's go to the bar. And they're not going to play golf, but they're going to watch their <laughs> golf trip. Yeah, apparently somebody was filming all of this. I'm guessing Dana. Jolina was. was. Oh, she was? That was her job? That was her job. <laughs> that's the only scene I care enough to remember. I guess I remember a bit of this scene, too. And so this, yeah, we're at we're at John DeHart's bar from Getty Getavin. Fuck, because we can hear in the background. You saw some people line dancing too. Yeah, and some guys like, "Hey man, put the fucking game on, all right? It's fucking frisbee golf's on. What the fuck? What's this fucking queer shit? Froth." And they're like, "This queer shit is our fucking buddy. Show some respect." The dude, I think his name was Leary, the medic of the of, of seals. Sure. Is he? 
Temp- is he bartending too? Is this his bar? I mean, he was like, he was like no, these guys are such fucking assholes. <laughs> Again, over? they're pulling. They're pulling. You know, we're we're American soldiers. We're patriots, and so they just do whatever they want. And <laughs> is that why he set the bar on fire? Yes, he literally just poured alcohol. They the bar literally and set just poured like four hundred proof alcohol across the bar, light it on top fire. shelf liquor. They to- just pour. These dudes do whatever they want. They're they're just. They're fucking awful. They're, it's like a bunch of rowdy uh, Sheriff Jakes just running around doing whatever the fuck they want. And so, yeah, we, we get one guy step up to our friend here who wants to watch Froth. Let's call him uh, Birdie. And Birdie's just like, come on. And we're going to step aside, sir. So I thought someone else was going to step up to him. But then Hawk's like, no, he's mine. And Hawk is like a, a foot shorter than this guy. So you're like, oh, this might be a fair fight. He's a Navy SEAL after all. Ugh, God, I hate this. So Hawkins <sighs> puts him in a chokehold and kisses him. And everyone's like high fives. You love that. Mm-hmm. And then they go to Billy. Set the barn fire to Billy. They pour everybody a bullet. Got to have a bullet. And then, they, and then uh, Kern's disgusted, but he's still not, he, he's still not over the fact that Hawkins got Billy killed for no reason. That's right. What a, what a piece of shit. Come on. He said he was sorry. He just <laughs> Did walks. He? He, no, he didn't. He didn't yeah. say it at all. He's a piece of shit. And he's like, and so he walks out. And then the, they're Hawk- in a pizza place. What the fuck was that? The outside was a pizza place. Yes. Oh, I'm going. Oh. <laughs> it's like Chuck E. Cheese they were no, at. This was an arcade, too, because there's arcade machines everywhere. Yeah, it was Chuck E. Cheese, I think. <laughs> you bet. And uh, I love this because Hawk notices Curran going outside. So he's like, I got to follow him. What's your deal, man? I just delivered the most beautiful <laughs> toast ever. You toasted the man you got killed. Look, man. <laughs> and he's like, I said I was sorry. Well, I didn't really say I was sorry because I'm not sorry. But what the fuck? Why are you giving me this harsh you know, shit, man? And he just, ugh, he just walks off. Are you expecting me to just think about it every day for the rest of my life that I got my friend <laughs> and colleague killed? No. Any day above ground. It's a good day. Put a smile on your face. Get over it, man. It just happened yesterday. Jeez. We're living in the past. So Curran, he's just going to drown his sorrows at home on his houseboat. Yep. Claire shows up. To, you know, We were expecting it, right? This yeah. was supposed to be the fuck scene. Yes, I was expecting this. No, they hold hands and walk down the dock. What the fuck? If that's not that's not a metaphor, <laughs> we held hands and walk on the dock. You know, that's got to be like some kind no, of metaphor. No, this is straight up Spartan Squad material because he's just like, well, I made the bed up for you. I'm going to be on the couch. <laughs> and she's like, what? I thought we were going to. OK. And she's she- got the lingerie on under uh, the, the, the big raincoat and everything. And he's like you. He boops her nose. Boop. You're great. <laughs> hooker pumps. Payless hooker pumps on. <laughs> So he wakes her up in the morning. He's like, can you kind of get out of here? Like, I got some guys coming over later. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, okay. Well, if she if he leaves her there, she And this is the last we ever see of Claire. Like, she was literally just there to say, hey, there's one woman in this movie. Yeah, that's it. it I, it's Oh, so wasted. Everything. So we finally, finally learn where these Stinger missiles are. They're in Beirut. Yeah. So the guy, the guy they extracted apparently gave him information. Right. They we did They get, still tortured him, even though he was an informant. We did not get the tasteless torture scene. <laughs> but yeah, he was an informant, but they still tortured him. Because he'll do anything for money. The guy made sure to point that out. He's like, you give him money, he'll tell you anything. But I still want to torture him. 
<laughs> maybe he liked it a little bit too. Maybe they like nipple clamped up, uh, ice cubes. Yeah, could be. <laughs> so yeah, we gave it. He's like Beirut. I know it's in Beirut, <laughs> giant fucking city. But I know it's in somewhere in that city. There's some stinger missiles. Yeah, and we have another inside. We have some kid insider there who will meet you. So we get another fucking long scene. They also know that Shahid was in uh, Beirut. Shahid as well. was there. Yeah, yeah. We have the stingers. Yep. So they go to Beirut. They meet up with their contact, a, a teenage boy, because this is war as hell. Griff, there's even kids have to fight in this fucking. And apparently, n- in Beirut, nonstop rockets and fucking you know violence. Yeah, it's like Detroit. And we see bombs going everywhere. Bombs bursting in air. Gave proof to the night that the flag is still there. <laughs> And the, they just go through all these ruins. Yep, we're just sneaking through. Guys, this is great. This is action scenes. This is what everybody wants in an action movie, right? Just boring, fucking, crawling along scenes. So Dane, God, Bill Paxton's like, I'm going to set up over there. This is a good vantage point for some sniping. So he goes up there. And you notice they were all, like, in terrorist gear now. They had the head fucking scarves on. Yeah. And Dane's setting up his fucking super sniper. Hawk, of course, had to be demand. He had to demand his way back onto this mission. Right. Which is exposition we don't need to know. But Hawk is here. Of course right. he is. Of course. He's got to redeem himself. He's top billing in this movie, so of course he's there. So while Dane's setting up his fucking sniper, I feel like I just have to stumble on him. Yeah. They shoot each other. Yeah. And like so, and then Curran hears he's like, "Fuck, I gotta go up and see what's up with Dane." So Curran gets up there, falls through the fucking floor. Yeah, and then he starts like lowering the, his uh, headdress I don't know what down his face. I mean, you can't see me, you can't shoot me because the guy's standing over him with a gun. Yeah, and he was like, "You're not a brown guy." <laughs> we said something to him. Maybe that's what it was because he had this head scar. So he's like, "Maybe if I cover my face, they'll think I'm a brown guy." Yeah, and then he he said something like. I, I don't know. He said something rude American, and the guy was like, you American, and tried to shoot at him, but he fell through the floor. Well, he's hanging there, and then Dane shoots the guy. Oh, Dane shot him. Yeah. Okay. And then he's like, Dane, are you all right? Never been better. And then it's like the worst death scene ever. He just goes, Ugh. We're at the 90-minute mark, everybody, so right. I apologize. I've checked out of this movie completely at this point. So Dane is dead. God has died. God is dead. Oh, shit. Don't tell Frank Wise. Ray Wise. Frank Wise. So Curran grabs a sniper rifle, and they just keep moving on. The boy finally takes him. He's like, that, that fucking building right there, that dilapidated building, that's where the stingers are. Nothing stands out. Everything's on fire. We don't know where we're crawling, where we're walking to. It's just a mess. Like, I can't make sense of any of these scenes. Like downtown Detroit. It's just a mess. And they, this, they get in there. We got they got one guy has I think his name's Ramos. He's got the fucking predator scopes. He's like I Ramos. No, I think it was Ramos. Oh, okay. And Ramos Williams. And he's like, <laughs> I see him on the second floor, but I think they're, uh, the third floor is where the fucking Stingers are. <laughs> so they try a third floor. Lux have it. That's where the Stingers are. And they're like, we can't take these, so we got to blow them up. So uh, they take like five hours to set up this C4. Uh, and while that's going on, the sub that dropped us off, they're like, time's a moving, man. It's going to be daylight in 20 minutes when we're leaving. We are leaving. So we had to add some more pressure to the these scenes where we've elapsed like 12 hours because they landed at night. And now we're as we cut back over to our guys, it's the morning. It's daylight out. There's still 
fuck, I mean, they're really specific about these explosives. Yeah. They're still putting them up. Yeah, and they're staking out, like, the building that's adjacent to them because they're looking out for Shahid. They think he's well, yeah, because like uh, Hawkins and Cullen, another guy are, are like covering them. Yeah. So then they say Shahid, he just strolled up and like she goes in the building. Oh no! Oh no! I don't know. I'm just making it up. I know you are. Shahid is like up on the third floor or whatever, and so they're stalking out. They're trying to be quiet. They have a new guy who's babysitting Hawk since Billy's dead, and then uh, a guy just walking by trying to hand out newspapers, you know, sell newspapers or something, and he says. You know, he turns the corner, notices Hawk standing there, and he goes, oh. And he turns around to walk away. But you know, we know very well you can't turn and walk away because that's a threat. He was going for a gun. You show your back to somebody. He was brown. And so Hawk shot him in the face because that's what Hawk do. That's pretty impressive that the guy had his back to him and he shot him in the face. Yeah. He's like a Judge Dredd kind of ricochet bullet. Yeah. He shot through. He did have a lawgiver. He's like ricochet. (laughs) (laughs) Why would you give Hawk the lawgiver? God, the most unlawful man in this movie. You give a lawgiver. It's for it's ironic. So after he shoots the guy, it again (laughs) ruins. Curran is just about to just walk out. Nothing. As soon as he walks out, he gets shot in the legs. His legs get blown out from underneath him. It it just every mission goes to shit (laughs) because of Hawk, and they're like. Well, we need Hawk on this mission because it might go smoothly without him. I mean, is everybody else also like we want to murder as many brown people as possible and Hawk will make it happen because he's the most racist of all of us? So this is Hawk's redemption. He agrees to heavy air quotes on that (laughs) because he is not redeeming anything. The guy, he's responsible for getting shot. He's like, well, I guess I'll carry him. And he wasn't even like. Like, he had to basically be have his arm twisted into it. Because someone says, you need to go get Curran. And he's like, no, I got to shoot these brown people. There's women and children running. And he's looking, lips fucking salvating. He's like, I got to shoot these people. But he does go run over to Curran. If I have to. If I have Will you guys to. get off my back if I do this? All right. Is all, everything square with us? Yes. If we capture any brown people, I get to torture them. Okay. But just get Curran. So he grabs Curran. They get away. They set off the explosives. The building. Just, I like that we saw a real building blow up. That brought yep. a tear to my eye. Yep. You don't see that anymore. Don't. And they, they're like, all right, time to move. So they carjack somebody. Guy just happens to be driving by. Yep. It, they're going to have, I mean, they got Curran, who's got a bad leg now. Yeah, he's high on morphine now. They gave him some morphine, so yep. he's just flying high. I mean, they did, we saw the montage where they were carrying people. They were doing the fireman carry, because it's supposed to be the most, you know, the best way to carry somebody, but they've decided to carry them the most awkward way possible, where each person has, like, a limb, and they're, like, dragging them across the and ground. They, and for, like, a souvenir, they brought one of the stinger with them, because they had one of the stinger right, Yeah, they brought the launcher. rocket launcher with them. Yeah. Which was as long as the car, so that was kind of interesting how they were going to get fandangle that one out. But yeah, they they carjack some again more innocent people. Just it's like Death Wish, where it's like the nice old couple amongst all the fucking rebellious punks who are just like murdering people, fucking doing drugs all over the place. You just have these people in suits. Just driving along in the ruins. Bombs are going off, and these people are like, do-do-do-do. Just normal day for just them. Just normal day. Oh, God. So they get carjacked, just yeah. like Death Wish. They just they were there. And they're oh. like, all right, let's go to the extraction point. So they're driving, and they, they, everything's good. They're like, we did it. Woo. We don't know where we're going. Everything looks the same. They pointed that out several oh. times. And then they happen to go through a terrorist camp. 
like a checkpoint. Yep, checkpoint. Good and call. And so there's this huge armored vehicle with a mounted machine gun on it. So they give chase, and they think they got away. And the fucking this armored vehicle just goes through buildings. It literally goes through a building, and then I, uh, one of the guys in the armored vehicle shoots Rexor, the driver, in the head. Yeah. So the car flips. Everybody, of course it would. Right. And but everybody's okay. Yep. They went limp. They went limp. Thankfully, they didn't have a seatbelt on. They have to crawl their way out of the car. Thankfully, you know, you got the armor vehicle just staring them down. They're about to gun them all because there's a big mounted gun on top. Well, they get the rocket launcher out in time and blow mm-hmm. it up. Very exciting. Very Death Wish 3 because you they're just they're not thinking about the shit comes out the back of the rocket launcher. They're not thinking about that, but it doesn't for them for some reason. Blows up the armored vehicle. I just, I can really appreciate that the armored vehicle was about five feet away from him. And no shrapnel comes back and hits them. Nothing. They're all fine. They're yeah. all good. Because they're, they're SEALs. They know what to do. And they're Navy SEALs. So right. Shahid's, he's chasing them because he knows a shortcut apparently. Because he knows these streets. <laughs> and they're like, we're going we're gonna to walk well, it. One of them was like, I smell the ocean. We're close. <laughs> And we know seals, that's their their, their element, the wet-ass ocean. The wet-ass ocean. And so they oh. they go straight for the ocean, and Shahid's like, I know these seals. They're going to go for the ocean. So he, like, goes, he's like, let's get in a boat. Because these guys are, our Navy guys are just going to swim out in the ocean and see what happens. Where did they get their flippers from, too? Because suddenly they have their flippers. <laughs> they just, like, kick their heels, and they go, boop. They pop. It's like James Bond. <laughs> I love this too because uh, they have current slip uh, slippers, flippers, and I was like, "Wait, how's this guy gonna get a body?" I can just imagine. All right, his legs have been blown away by bullets, and he's like salt water. He should be in excru- even though he's on morphine, he's in excruciating pain. Dude, that would be fucking awful. Well, he's okay. He's all right. He's a Navy SEAL. He doesn't feel pain. And you're right. And so pain don't hurt. Pain don't hurt. <laughs> a movie we have not done. And so Shahid gets in a boat. They shoot a rocket at the guys. It misses them. This rocket trajectory, mate, I was, we, I knew I was so close. And I was, just, I was just biting my lip. I was like, let's finish this fucking movie already. But that rocket just, it's going straight. And then it just goes straight just down. Just like this movie. It just went. Beep. It does a 90 straight into the ocean. And expo- we get a big explosion. And- Which you would think. The shockwaves alone would fuck up the seals. No, there's there's they're Navy seals. They can What's, handle it. Were they using like some kind of weird overlapping effect for the bullets? Because they're shooting bullets into the water, and we're seeing the trajectory doesn't make any sense. But it looked yeah. like they were using some some kind it of just, green screen. Yeah, they were in a it was pool. Awful. They were in a swimming pool, and they were just shooting. Everything up. about this has just been awful. So Shahid gets in his boat. He steals a boat. Steals a boat. Of course he does. He's a terrorist. Yep. And he sees a body floating. And he's like, "Hey, give me that hook. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sodomize this fucking American's corpse, like a terrorist would do." Yeah, and um, we, we, of course, you assume it's uh, Curran because right. obviously, you know. And they're poking at it, and then classic one, Avon calling, call back to earlier, and they all bust up out of the water. And of course, our man Hawkins, he's got to redeem himself. So he grabs Shahid, and they go under. Yep. And they're under for like twenty minutes. Did you get this? Uh, they they hinted at this earlier in the movie, because when uh, Corinne was bringing Claire into the montage, and she saw the people doing the water duck, yeah. they were like, "That hawk, he's half dolphin." Okay. Uh huh. So this <laughs> should was... he be half seal? 
<laughs> but well, I mean, yeah. If, if you are a Navy SEAL, these guys would be able to be underwater for a couple minutes. You would expect, yeah, yeah, yeah. And luck would have it; he's a Navy SEAL, and Shahid isn't. Yep. So, so he drags him underwater. He's toying with them. He's got him in the sleeper hole too for some nuggie. reason. Yeah, he's just like the nuggie. Pant, he gives him a wedgie underwater. Shahid, you know, the adrenaline rush it allows him to break an arm free. He reaches down. He's got a knife in his boot. Pulls it out, and then Hawk just takes it from him. I thought they were like he was like struggling with it because he was like behind them and they were like struggling. Yeah, I don't know. And he grabs the knife. He and just he slashes it. Shahid's throat. No blood comes out of it. You no notice blood. that? No, no blood. blood. Yeah, because you know why? Because terrorists don't have blood. That's how you know they're terrorists. Oh, okay. And they come, he comes back up, meets the guys, and then luck would have it, the submarine just happens to be there when they need it. Didn't leave. Love it when a plan comes together. Picks him up. On to the next mission. Ugh. That's Ugh. it. So, so, a two-hour movie we just covered <laughs> in about 55... Our, our opening was this only seg- 55 minutes? Our opening segment was longer than the movie coverage. And you'll, you'll enjoy it more than this movie. This movie was dog shit. Uh, I just want to say... This whole month, whether you know it or not, had a theme. We're not going to tell you what that theme was, but the first person to let me know what they think the theme is and they get it correct will get a shiny new Golden, Glo- Glo- Golden Globus Theater sticker. Yes. You can have 10 of them. So let me know on Twitter, <laughs> at G&G Theater, if you know, and if you, you're you the first to get it right, this month's theme, you will get that. <laughs> so, Griff, after this boring two-hour movie. I need something dumb. I need something fun. I need something that's an hour and 20 minutes. I gotta tell you, I coasted through this movie thanks to the taste of Steve James. I'm ready to come out strong. Like, the characters in this movie should come out. I'm so, I was ecstatic when I saw this movie's an hour 20, our next movie. That's so, that's fucking, because you know five minutes of that's going to be credit, so it's even shorter. <laughs> oh, and we're going to have a three-hour episode next week because of it. And it's dumb as shit, and that's why I want to do it. It stars our man David Carradine from Circle of Iron, mm. also an early role for Sylvester Stallone. Oh. I'm talking about Roger Corman's Death Race 2000. Oh, yeah. From 1975. Not that shitty Jason Stratham. Stratham? Remake. Stratham? Where they they did, where they were like, hey, remember all the fun, crazy shit about the, the original Death Race? Eliminate that. Just make it a car race. Have you seen this one before? Yes, I have seen we, this We one. have so much extra time here. We can actually build <laughs> up this next episode. Yes. it's it, it, We have interesting characters. David Carradine plays a character called Frankenstein. I'm already I'm already excited. Is this like a Wacky Racer situation? It is like Wacky yes! Racers. Oh, my God. And the whole premise is it's a cross-country dri- drive, and you get points for hitting people. God, is, oh, my God. I'm so excited for this. This... It's set in a dystopian future of the year 2000, or our dystopian past. I just, I just, I hate that. I feel like the model for modern movies is Navy SEALs. Takes itself too seriously? Yeah. It, it's got awful characters. It's all about the action. I didn't give a shit about any character. It's funny you mentioned that, because I, I watched that uh, documentary last night. That oh, the Stuart action one, centers. yeah. And they're talking with Bill Duke from, uh, you know, the the black dude from Commando. Yeah. And he was saying this. He was like, you know what the problem with these new movies is, is that, yeah, you see these amazing stunts, but I don't give a fuck about these people who got killed. Like, make me care about these characters. Thank you. Yes. And that's what we did in the old days. 
like like we were saying, and you barely heard us talk about the villains. And again, if you listen to us, I always say build up the fucking villains. It was a big problem in Run Hide Fight. It was a big problem in this Navy SEALs movie. The villains are pointless. The Navy SEALs were going to win. Charlie Sheen was going to do a lot of racist crimes that he should be fucking in jail and prison forever for. <sighs> so I'm excited for next week's episode. I am too. So tune in next week for Death Race 2000 and keep it war.